right, everybody. Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast. My name is Taylor Beams, and we have Jeremy Williams and Brett Williams. Let's get started with our quote for the day. I basically wake up in the morning and I uh, piss, ex- <laughs> piss excellence. Where's that what, from? That's from Talladega Nights. Oh, that's right. Is that <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. I, have ne- I need to watch that So movie yeah, again. I basically wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. If you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Yeah, just because before the before the podcast, we had the, what do we, what, what should I do with my hands? And that just reminded me of that quote. So now let's move on to our merit badges. This is where we give out just random merit badges to ourselves because we're so thrifty and loyal <laughs> and helpful and, and friendly. Brave and kind <laughs> and all the I still stuff. don't remember all of those, but once again, I'll go first. I, I have the one and I got the stay-at-home mom merit badge for this week um (laughs) so yeah i got to i got to live the life of those fortunate enough to stay home with their kids whether it be man or or woman i guess uh my kid had rsv and jerry you you went through this as well over the past week yep and yeah trying to get things done is not an option and so you just have to basically survival so. Now, what does your merit badge look like? Is it like with a vacuum? I just, that's how I picture it. <laughs> your hair in a hairnet? <laughs> yeah, I'm. My hair is in a hairnet. I have an apron on, and I'm. I have a. Mrs. Dow firing it. Yes, I was gonna say Mr. Momming it. Yeah, I was thinking Mr. Mr. Mom it. too. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's uh-uh. a great movie. It's, I haven't, but yeah. I'll I'll take the basically Mrs. Doubtfire merit badge. <laughs> my mind for today is. Uh, very similar lines, but like I just I get the puked on award. Like I've been puked on about four or five times in the last seven days. So my merit badge, the way I have, I see it looking, is me holding a baby, straight armed baby puking, projectile puking, like on my face and on my chest. That's how I see it. The way I see it is, you know how you've seen those videos where they're, like they're throwing their kids up in the air oh, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> So you're holding your kid in the air and just the vomit is coming down and your eyes are in sheer terror. That's the way I see it. All right. All right. Well, mine, and I will tell you, it sounds a lot worse than it actually is. So mine is the caught in the act merit badge. Oh. And I, and so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To set it up. So this is actually like two years in the making. So two years ago in our faculty room, we got a brand new faculty room at school and they ha- we have three microwaves. One of them is just the thorn in my side because it's one of those micro- microwaves that after it goes off, it reminds you within five seconds, remember I went off and your stuff is done. Then five seconds after that, it's like, oh, hey, by the way, the, it's it's been off. I'm done. You can open it up now, and then it just keeps on doing that over and over again. And so it, we have a faculty that, at least whenever I was in there, we have two people on the faculty, and I don't know who it is, but well, I know who it, those people are. They just pretend that they can't hear it, and it will go on for 45 seconds. And so I will walk up to it and I will stand and I will open and slam the microwave shut because that's the only way it turns off. (laughs) So one of the teachers knows just how annoyed I get with this. So she went online, figured out like this secret like passcode, like, you know, one, one, two, three, four, four, five, five or something like that, which shut the sound off. So then these two teachers who always let the things go on is just like, is my food done? I'm like, did you hear the microwave? It, it's, it's, it's off. It's off. So then they didn't like this. They didn't like the idea that they could not hear the microwave beeper go off. The, the, the same beeper that they ignore the entire time. So they switched it back on. And so what I did, my cottony act thing, is I know that they have turned it back on. And so whenever I, I will purposely, whenever I see them in there, I will, u- I will microwave something for less time, go to the bathroom and just let it beep for <laughs> a minute or so. 
And finally, somebody was just like, you're doing that on purpose, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That's that is annoying. a good one. That's annoying, though, those microwaves. It's no, and I, when I was living at my in-laws for a bit, their downstairs microwave was that microwave. Uh-huh. And it's not a little beep. No. It is a loud, annoying beep. And it sits there. And yeah, it's the worst. Those... Microwave makers, be better. <laughs> be, be better. That's awesome. <laughs> so now, now, this was what I was thinking the whole time while you're telling that story is, so would this bring you so much relief if you could office space this microwave? Oh. Like pull out a bat and just yeah. go crazy on so, it? So it's funny that you mentioned that. So before this, my, my friend, the teacher, found the secret code to turn it off. I would stand up and be like, I'm going to get a baseball bat and beat this thing to death and, you know, then slam it op- or open it and then slam it shut and then go back and sit down. And so I, yeah, no, no, no. It, it's always in the forefront of my mind. <laughs> I am going to office space this thing. Yes. That's awesome. All right. Last thing. What would it, what would your badge look like? So my badge, I was sitting there thinking it's going to look like kind of like entrapment with Catherine Zeta Jones and Sean Connery. There's going to be a whole bunch of lasers everywhere. I'm going to be like doing something. And then somebody in the background turns on like a light switch and, <laughs> and then just catches me in the act or something. Oh, like okay. That. Gotcha. It's a good one. That's a great introduction, everybody. All right. Now let's move on to spin the wheel where we have a whole bunch of topics in a wheel and we'll spin that. And then whatever it lands on, we have questions for the other people. So let's get started. Spin the wheel. All right, so Taylor, you're up first. Could you fight it? Could you guys fight, let's say, 12 stormtroopers? That's it? I was expecting more. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like I know. I, I, I was like, wait. Because and? here's here's the reason for this. Are, are any of these the dro- looking for droids? And <laughs> <laughs> You guys have something that they want. But here's the thing. Stormtroopers actually... won't. It depends. If you are a main character or if you're not oh, that's a main true. character. That's true. Whether they can hit us. Whether they can hit you or not. So are, are you going to take the chance that by chance that you are a main character or you're one that's going to die? Do I get any weapons? What do I get in defense? Let's say you get uh, the same weapon that they have. Okay. Just like a, what are they called? A blaster. A blaster. Yeah. yeah. So where would, where it, would be be running into them would be like death star type of an area or like combing the desert type of a thing like where are we looking we ain't found yes i i I use that terminology on purpose (laughs) um let's say that we are on you guys are escaping a star destroyer okay and we're about to get on the ship our getaway yeah you're you're trying to get to a hangar can you fight off enough stormtroopers to get to your ship. And I imagine I'm not in any kind of like armor like they are, right? Does I've, their armor does their ever armor help really, them? Yeah. And that's what I was just going to ask. Does, does, does their armor do anything? Because like it does for Vader. Like Vader's like just gets hit and it's like eh, I'm fine. Yeah, that's one thing I've always wondered. Like you would think after so many years of advancement in their technology that they would have better armor like mandalorian armor but apparently not so you guys are trying to get to a ship could you fight off enough stormtroopers to get to your escape ship i would give it a try i mean if you're especially if i was in that predicament where i want to i want to get away i want to fly away i'd do be rolling around the ground just you know and then just keep rolling just stand up for a second I feel as though that the stormtroopers kind of have like the, you know, Revolutionary War British soldiers type of a thing where we're very formal in our fighting. And I am like, you know, ducking behind this and that rolling around on the ground. And they're just like stand at attention, like just perfect and just, you know, just way out and exposed. Well, and remember, they always talk like, stop, Stop. cease, (laughs) stop, don't shoot me. Boom. Ah. (laughs) Number one, should we attack? Not yet. Keep holding. See, but there's just that that chance where, yeah. knowing me, I, I wouldn't fight them because I'd be the unfortunate lucky person that is just a background character and you see me die. I mean, I don't have any good, like, marksman skills. I mean, I do have an actual mayor badge in, like, 
marksmanship, but that was ages ago. So I don't know actually with my actual aiming, but I mean, pointing and shooting in a big target such as a 12 stormtroopers, I still feel like I could do it. I could do it. I mean, granted, you know, the, the options are either, you know, death or torture and then eventual, like, you know, force strangling by Darth Vader. So, I mean, I mean. <laughs> actually, I'd probably just give up and be like, here's the thing you guys need. Can I just join up with you guys? <laughs> hey, you guys, do you guys have benefits? <laughs> like, do you guys have dental? I, I really oh, yeah, need dental. Like, <laughs> wasn't there the SNL skit where it's like undercover boss with yeah. Kylo, Kylo yes. Ren? Those are hilarious. It also reminds me of um, the, the after the credits of Awesome Powers. <laughs> like, nobody thinks of the henchman's family. <laughs> yes, all oh, the henchman's family. So, good all job, right. everyone. Well, I guess it's Brett's turn, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather... Would you rather receive a letter saying, I know what you did last summer after having done something unlawful the previous summer, or receive a phone call saying, what is your favorite scary movie, knowing that it is a trademark of a local serial killer? Oh my gosh, that's a really good one. I'm impressed. Thank you. And those are two movies that are like my childhood. <laughs> I don't know, that's kind of sad to say. Two I, horror so movies. what was the, the latter? So would you rather receive a phone call saying, what's your favorite scary movie, knowing that it is a trademark of the local serial, serial killer? I'd probably take that one to just go wrong number click. But <laughs> well, remember, he's probably outside already watching you or inside. <laughs> if you see, yeah, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. <laughs> okay, just one question with uh-huh. this: with the um, I don't know, what you did last summer situation. Am I alone in that? Because they weren't alone; they had a group of friends. You have a group of friends, but remember just how the story yeah. where they started, like you know, offing a one by one. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that's the. That's the biggest thing with horror movies. It's like, okay, everyone, let's split up and go look. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. I'm all alone and I don't have any weapons on me. Don't. And I'm half me. naked. <laughs> I think for the fact of going through this not alone and not being in a house alone, because I'm assuming you're going with scream like when I get that call, I'm alone in my house. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going with I know what you did last summer because I'm going to die with my friends. Either yeah. not with them, one by one, apparently. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably end up with that one, too. But then again, it's just like... But the, their death, I mean, at least the Scream's death was just stabby-stabby. Wrong but, wrong number. But uh, I know what you did last summer. It was various. I don't remember. I remember number two somehow way better than number one. I don't know why that is. I'm just trying to think of where I would be in my house at the time I would get that phone call. <laughs> You're on the toilet. <laughs> I'm not on the toilet. I don't no, answer that's just my funny. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Flush. <laughs> uh, what? Who is this? Like, wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> I need more fiber in my diet. <laughs> hold on, you're gonna have to give me a minute. <laughs> or maybe I could. Ju- maybe I would say like, "Oh, can you hold on for just one second and then go get my gun?" <laughs> like, uh, my favorite scary movie is the one where you die. Yeah, like come get me. What if he said, does anybody ever, well, I guess they answered that question once in the first movie, right? Like, the, I don't remember what movie she said. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was Drew Barrymore's character yeah. that actually answered the movie. Didn't it turn out to be like one of their friends? Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's it, the thing. It was with, the two friends. Yeah. It was yeah. Lillard Ski, and. Ski Ulrich and uh, Matthew Lillard. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing with that one is that they know the layout of your house. Yeah. So it's easier for them to come find you. I feel with a serial killer, they don't know your house very at all. But you all. don't know who the serial killer is. It could be your friend. Yeah. Like in school. Oh, and also like urban legend, or not urban legends. Uh, that, was a, that was a horrible movie. Yeah. But uh, I know what you lit last summer where the thing was is they started suspecting each other and that's what drove them apart. And that's when he started picking them off one by one is because they made it look like it was each other. Because I, I think the first one to die was uh, what's his face that uh, was in one of our previous who dis the uh, Ryan Philippi. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'm going with uh, that one's a tough one. I'm going I, with I know he did last summer. I'd probably go with that one too. Oh right, just take my chances. My wheel, and I get how much. This is kind of similar to one I've done with uh, Lickoff, but how much would you need to be paid? 
to have a random guy at the street chew up a full steak and spit it in your mouth, and you have to swallow it. So he takes a bite, chews it up, and then spits it in your mouth, and you swallow it. And you have to do it until the whole steak's gone. So he's he's feeding me like a baby. Bird. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of Ace Ventura. Is like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Here you go, little fella. Random person on the street doing that. I mean, the, the, to find somebody to agree <laughs> to do that in the first place. Um, I'm gonna say that they probably don't have the best oral hygiene. <laughs> I'd also think that that would gross them out just as much, and then you'd probably end up. Th- you probably end up throwing up in your mouth and then you're throwing up in theirs. And then it's <laughs> just my a, ears. And it's just back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you were the chewer upper and spitter, would you like be that grossed out? Like, oh, I think I would because you know, you have to get pretty close and intimate to yeah. transfer <laughs> the chewed up steak. This is this is just awful. Oh. I'm getting imagery in my mind that I however, don't want to have. However, at the very end, if it doesn't gross you out, it could end in a marriage proposal. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Question with that. Would it be better if a female did it? To yes. You? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if it was- I don't know that that makes a difference. I think it's gross either way. I mean, I mean, granted, I, I think we have to think about the you know overall oral hygiene of the person, which again, that... Okay. They are like of middle class. Let's okay. just say that. Okay. Do they get to brush their teeth beforehand? Sure, they'll they'll brush their teeth and use Listerine and all that jazz. Fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand. But I will not say whether or not they're a cigarette smoker. Nah, whatever. I mean, <laughs> oh, this is one that I don't think I could do. <laughs> well, like I how get much? Gross. I. <laughs> Hundred thousand million? It would be a lot more. Think of a million dollars. You couldn't have somebody. Let, okay. Well, he, here's, let me do a twelve ounce steak, just to give you an idea. A twelve ounce steak. Well, yeah. here's the thing with that. So when I my very very first job, I was a server at an assisted living home, and so we, of course, we take out all the food to them, and then we bring it back, and then there was an Alzheimer's unit where there was this big case where they would slide in like lunch trays with all these food. So they would eat the, their food and then they'd shove it all back into there. And when you opened up that thing, you get all these smells and you see the food that's like all chewed up and gross. I had a hard, hard time with that specifically and working there and seeing all so that. They would just chew so- it up and spit it back out on their plate? Well, it's just it just gross smells, and oh, okay. that, I think that's what I would get. I don't think I can do this. I'm already grossed Two out. Because now I'm thinking about that and the assisted living place. I think I would go probably five hundred thousand. Oh, okay. And Brett, you were what? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll try and find somebody that'll get you to do it. All right. I, I look forward to paying 50000 <laughs> I think that's the thing is like no one was going to want to fund these. <laughs> it's because we're way too high and we're way too grossed out. All right, Taylor, you get random question. Random question. It's going to be a, a kiss, marry, kill. Yeah, I know it's kind of not along the lines of the random question. Eh, it's fine. It's a question. But the kiss, marry, kill would be a zombie, a vampire, and a werewolf. Well, I'm not going to marry or kiss a zombie on no, I, I would kill a zombie. I, I, out of all the op- options of turning into any of these creatures, zombie is the, the, the least appealing. Well, and also, that's living up to one of my dreams is killing a zombie. Mm. So, you know, going to kill that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think I'd marry a werewolf because, you know, I, I would like to, you know, also at a full moon, turn into a werewolf too. So, and then I would kiss a, a vampire. See, and I'm the opposite. I'd, I'd kiss the werewolf. Is the werewolf, is it when he's turned and is he a werewolf at the time? I'm just curious. It was probably, right? It's a full No, nope, you just said that you're kissed and you just died because the werewolf just ate your face no, off. No, my sparkly vampire is going to save me. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the worst. <laughs> okay. No, but I'm going to marry a vampire because then I get to live forever. But here's the thing, they or don't. <laughs> so you're going to, they decided that they don't want to live with you forever, so they don't bite you. <laughs> you mean, you mean I was their kill <laughs> in this game? Do you want to kill Jeremy or do you want to kiss him or marry him? It's like, uh, oh, kill Jeremy. Him. Oh. Yeah. 
That would be funny, a reverse <laughs> yeah. kiss, marry, kill. Uh, a human, uh, Frankenstein, or that human over there? Oh, well, that uh. human. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Frankenstein, yummy. <laughs> I want to kiss that. I think I would, yeah, I'd marry the marry the vampire, kiss a werewolf, kill the zombie. All right, Brett, could you do it? So let's just say a scientific experiment went wrong and all of cat dog basically became the size of like ants you have an infestation of cat or slash dog ants in your house knowing what they look like up close could you stomp on them oh (laughs) i don't think i could like because yeah they were once normal height cat dog size Uh i couldn't do it i couldn't do it (laughs) <laughs> and I'm looking at Taylor and I'm like, he's going to say, if they're cats. <laughs> yeah, if they're cats. Actually, no, if they're the size of the ants, I think I could squish I them. I mean, you you like you get, you get put your hand head down real close to them and you can hear. <laughs> See, this would be one of the scenarios where I don't know if you, I don't, have you seen um, Solar Opposites, Brett? No. I would just create a little small village for them and <laughs> they'd just live in there. On the, in that my is wall. such a weird show. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'd do. Would you? Could you smash them, Taylor? I forget. Yeah, I think I could. Oh, <laughs> all right. And then I'm gonna wrap this uh, spin the wheel up with what would you have done? And so I'm just curious, what would you have done if you were the one that was to be tribute for Hunger Games? What? Just out of curiosity, the um, first the first movie. No, no, Hunger no, Games. no. What? What the? Uh, oh, uh, what district you yeah, come from? District? You're coming from twelve. Where she come from? I would try to, uh, oh, what what's the the male's name? I can't think of it. Um, the Hemsworth one or the no the other one. The oh, I know what you're talking about, Peta. Yeah, I think I would try to do his thing where you know, not not what he did at the very Camouflage. beginning. Where, yeah, I I would try to stay hidden as best as as long as I could, waiting out as many people dying, and then that's when I would you know pre uh, death gas. I, I think that's when I would start trying to make my move. There's a certain actress I'd go after first. <laughs> um, Your female counterpart is that the one? Oh yeah, I'm not saying. What, anything. what if she was your? What if Jennifer Lawrence was your female counterpart? Would you go after her first? <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I've already alienated pretty much everyone. <laughs> Wyoming. Um. <laughs> Uh, I forget all the others. Yes, yeah. we should make a list one day. Exactly. It's so hard not to go after Jennifer Lawrence. She ruined Mystique. This would be hard because, I guess, do we have the same talents as the two that are? Like, what kind of talents are we dealing? You're going with? in with your talents that you have now. I mean, if they drop a gun, then maybe he has some training with. Yeah, uh, I mean, but you do go into training, like, and they do teach you to do stuff. Like, he chose to go well. I mean, he was a pastry chef or whatever, uh-huh. so he knew how to do that stuff to begin with. But remember, they go through that boot camp uh, where yeah. they kind of get better skills. Because they, they don't have guns, though. No. They just have knives, bows, bow and arrows, and I don't... Big axes, I think. Oh, and that's the hard part, is that you can't really camp in that. I'd probably... I'd, I'd find somewhere like Brett, like kind of what Brett was saying, just... I'd probably dig a hole. Something like if I had the capabilities to dig in a hole, I'd just barely have something poking out so I could breathe and just wait for the right moment to come out. And I'd probably stay as close to like I'd probably immediately run away from the cornucopia and then oh yeah slowly come back. Yes, I mean going uh, in, into the cornucopia is just suicide. And, and, you know, especially if you're from District Twelve and not District One or something like that. You you know you don't have the skills. You don't have. The no, even though you do went to boot training, you just don't have all of the wherewithal to be able to survive that. I think it'd be funny yeah. if they threw somebody in from the dist- I mean, from the capital, because that would have thrown a humorous spin on it. Oh, what's going on? Ah, oh. they would have died the first one. Yeah, I'd I'd probably end up dying, but I'd probably be the hide and hide and seek game as well. But yeah, I'm I'm dead at the end. <laughs> yeah, I probably died too. To be honest, that got depressing. <laughs> we end with the death of yep. all of us. We're all dead. Now it's on to 
Goodness. We'll have three actors choose from for a certain scenario. For various movies that they may have been played a part in. And I, I, I challenge myself every single time to at least throw, if, if it's two females, to throw a male in or two males throw a female in and try to find movies that will, that any one of them could have been the star or co-star of. I like having these themes. Here's my theme, but these are not the actors that I wish. So maybe someday in the near future, it will be, or maybe I've just ruined it. Now you guys will have done your homework <laughs> in the future. But anyway, I was looking at my options and I was like, oh, I should introduce this by saying, you have my ax, you have my bow, and you have my sword. So the theme of who dis is Lord of the Rings. Now, right. Sad Sadly, it is not Orlando Bloom or any of the other people. Oh. It is Liv Tyler, okay. Elijah Wood, and Sean Astin okay. are the three people. Liv Tyler, like, I, I only know two movies that she's been in. I mean, I'm counting Lord of the Rings as one. Yeah. There's one I'm curious if any of you've seen. However, there's one that I, as I was doing this, I was just like, oh, I totally want to watch this movie now. Just the synopsis. I need to watch this. This sounds awesome. Uh, okay. I'll start off with the first one. So the title of this first one is called Open Window. It is a 2014 thriller. The synopsis is Nick is excited to discover that he's won a dinner date with his favorite actress jill goddard but when jill refuses to honor the contract her manager cord makes an offer he can't refuse the ability to view jill secretly via computer nick begins to watch the annoying star on her webcam not realizing that this decision will put them both himself and jill at risk as they enter a terrifying world of cat and mouse where nothing and no one is as they seem so who stars in this movie, Liv Tyler, Elijah Wood, or Sean Astin? I'm going to start off with saying that I don't think this is Sean Astin. That's my thoughts. So obviously either the girl is Liv Tyler in my mind, or it's Elijah Wood is the one that's peering through watching this girl. I'm going to go with Elijah Wood. I kind of went through the same process. I don't think it's Sean Astin, but yeah, I think I'm, I have to go with Elijah Wood as well. Okay. Co-starring in Open Window, Elijah Wood. Woo, woo, woo. Whew. Hey, you copied me, Taylor. <laughs> I didn't copy you. I went <laughs> through the same thought process you did. So this next movie is a 2000 uh, comedy entitled Dish Dogs. Morgan and Jason are two of the most ineligible bachelors in town. Budding philosophers, they pride themselves on their resistance to the female art of persuasion. Determined to maintain their single status, they travel to California's coast uh, surfing, philosophizing, and washing dishes to earn their keep. When a good friend submits to the vow of matrimony, the two truth seekers reluctantly travel home for an old girlfriend. As they both fall prey to temptations of the temptations of love, they must choose between their principles and their hearts. So who co-stars in this movie? Liv Tyler? I'm going to have to go with my gut here. I feel like this is a Liv Tyler movie. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, like, I don't know. Like I, I can't well, she's, pinpoint what a Liv Tyler movie is, but she's perfect for this. Like in my mind, because she's like the one that could get in between two guys. Sean Astin's not going to be one of these guys that is happy that he's single. He doesn't play that kind of character. Well, has Liv Tyler ever had like a lead lead role? That I, I can't think of. I mean, of. kind of like Armageddon and what is that one? I forgot she was in Armageddon. Isn't, she's in that High Fidelity, right? I don't think I've seen that one. But she's not, a, I don't know if she's a lead in that. Though. But like, I feel like she can be, she fits the mold for the most amount of people in the movie. Yes. And um, Elijah Wood, both of those don't, I would never cast those two to be, not that I'm a director or anything, but like in a role where they're proud to be single and like, all that stuff. So I'm going to stick with Liv Tyler as well. Co-starring in this movie is Sean Astin. Oh my gosh. Wow. I didn't see that coming. All right. This next one is one that I do want to watch. This is a 2011 comedy entitled Super. When sad sack loser Frank sees his ex-addict wife willingly snatched by a seductive drug dealer, played by Kevin Bacon. In fact, there, there was almost 
a one degree separation <laughs> between a couple of these and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> um, he finds himself bereft and wholly unable to cope, but soon he decides to fight back under the guise of a DIY superhero called the Crimson Bolt with hands made with a handmade suit a wrench and a crazed sidekick named Bolty. The Crimson Bolt beats his way through the mean streets of crime in hopes of saving his wife. The rules were written a long time ago. You're not supposed to mm, children I'm like, cut in line key cars and if you do prepare to face the wrath of the Crimson Bolt directed by James Gunn. <laughs> wow. James Gunn. Gun. Can wow. I? Can I? Are you done? Uh-huh. Can I ask one question? Uh-huh. When was this movie made? 2011. Oh my gosh! I. I mean, obviously, the wife is possibly Liv Tyler, but I'm gonna say no. I'm going with Elijah Wood. This seems like him, like because uh, yeah, he was on Sin City, on. and this kind of reminds me a little bit, like he was kind of creepy in that movie. But this is not creepy, but more like you know, still kind of. I don't know. I I consider it along the lines. Sean Astin. I don't. Uh, he's just. Goofy kid gets killed by looking at somebody in love. I love you. That still <laughs> baffles me. Yeah. Get out of the building. Get out of the building. Yeah. Don't stop when you're being chased by some thing from Demi-dogs. the upside down. Okay. So my my thought process is kind of this the same here. Liv Tyler can be that. I don't think it's Sean Ashton, but it'll probably end up being him anyway because he. He does a lot of different things, too. Yeah, well, I guess that's true, because I forgot about his whole, like, Happy Madison stuff, like, when he's on 51st Dates. <laughs> yeah, and, like, uh, oh, what was the one I was thinking of? Oh, and, like, on Click, yeah. when he's... <laughs> he's oh, wearing the Speedo, speedo Torpedo. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I I could now finally see it. It's possible. This is one where it literally could be all three, yeah. but... I think I'm going to go live Tyler as the the, the wife on this one, just because. All right. Co-starring Liv Tyler. Oh, so you're two now and I'm one. Yep. All right. I'm going for a tie. All right. So the next one is a 2009 comedy entitled Stay Cool. The synopsis, an aging author returns home to his hometown of Sacramento to deliver the commencement speech at his old high school. He is then forced to confront an unrequited high school crush and has to fight through issues from his past to hopefully stay cool and get the girl of his dreams. Co-starring Chevy Chase is Liv Tyler, Elijah Wood, or Sean Astin also in this 2009 comedy. Uh, this could this is another one of those where it literally could be all of them. But I feel like this has a hint of Elijah Wood. Just <laughs> a hint and a... And just because, of just because I feel like he he could fit that mold of kind of like he goes finds some success or something like that. He kind of plays oddball roles, and I feel like that kind of fits the bill here. I don't think it's Liv Tyler. Yeah, I I don't know why I'm going Elisha Wood. Oh, good because I'm going with Sean Ashton, and I'm like I can't choose the same one as you because I'm hoping for a tie. Tying the game. <sighs> yes, Sean Ashton. I feel like I've seen the cover of this somewhere, but I didn't. I couldn't pick up one like i've seen stay cool somewhere but i had no idea who was on it. and i was like for some reason in my mind i was like is that um chris evans but obviously not i was completely yeah. wrong all right so tiebreaker however i'm i will say I, i'm concerned about this one but the uh, tiebreaker uh 1995 comedy entitled empire records oh that's the one i was thinking of i okay. know who it is yeah okay. i know well, this I'll, one as well right, i was thinking well. of high fidelity but it was <clears throat> empire records so i'm gonna guess that you guys know who it is all right anyway now it's on to reddit so this is where i'm gonna read some questions from reddit and we all get to give some advice to some people some listeners on what they think well where do we think bill is now oh yeah i forgot about bill bill you know, I feel like he's gone down to Vegas by now. Yeah, I think he's kind of left Wyoming in the dust. He's in Vegas and he's... Uh, he's losing everything on the tables? No, he's a Chippendales dancer now. Oh. He's surprisingly ripped because he walked to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Did he stop on Area 51 on the way? He was going to Naruto run it. I don't even know what that is. I only know that is because, uh, what was it? I think in 2018, there was a whole bunch of people that wanted to storm Area 51. Yeah. and Oh, I remember that. And uh, a lot of people wanted to 
Naruto run it. And only because I teach third graders did I know what a Naruto run is. <laughs> a Naruto run is taking, like, in while you're running, you bend your chest and head forward and dangle your arms straight back. <laughs> it is, I think, a Pokemon or a Dragon Ball Z character. That's so it, it is an anime. Yeah. But I think that's how all anime people run. Like, <laughs> why? I don't know. I guess surface tension and less target area for you to die with when inevitably everyone at Area 51 is like, yay, we finally get to do something. <laughs> I saw, yeah. saw this funny video the other day on TikTok that every they were going to storm once again Area 51. And there was this like 70-year-old lady who just walked right past the security guards there at the, at the thing. And they're like, and they just didn't do anything. They just let her keep walking. And then they're like, there's a guy who explains like the reason why they don't care is the gate to the actual facility is a 10 mile distance. So they're fine with it. <laughs> She's not going to make it. She's, <laughs> they're just going to have to go pick her up and take her back. <laughs> When she runs out. I'll anyway. show you whippersnappers. I'm <laughs> storming this place. All right. So let's get to our first question. This one's a tough one, I feel. Which armrest is yours in the movie theater? Okay. Uh, are we talking people on both sides yeah. of you? Mm-hmm. Not, not a, obviously not an aside, like an aisle seat. So this is weird because, so in my, at my house, in my couch, my favorite armrest, my sa- favorite side to slouch in is the right side. But when I'm at a, in a movie theater, I like the, my drink and the cup holder in the right side because I'm right-handed and I like to slouch and put my arm on the armrest on the left side. Hmm. I think this is where you need a buddy system on this one. Well, you're in a packed theater. If you're in a packed theater, this is where, I guess if you have a stranger yeah. to the to whatever side of you, I will favor the other side just because it's, it's com- common courtesy to give them their space. But if I have people that I know, you have front seats and back seats. You have people who like That's it, true. like their arms in the back, and some who like to slouch. Think of that. You you partner up. You use the bu- the the buddy system. Hey, are you a front seat or a back seat person? I'm a back seat person, <laughs> and if you're if you're a back seat person too, then get away from me. <laughs> I I think it's funny because whenever I'm sitting next to the stranger, which I feel like is most often. But you steal their cup holder. You steal that cup holder. You get there before yeah, them. If you're the, it's and true. you take that cup holder <laughs> and they have to go to the other one. That's true. If you take the cup holder, that whole arm rest is yours. Mm-hmm. That's true. I guess it, it does it's a, It is officially yours. And then you can tell that they lean. But I've, in my experience, most people tend to lean away from the stranger. So I'm leaning away from them. They're leaning away from me. That arm rest is usually untouched in my, my experience. Mm-hmm. And, and also a PSA. If it isn't a packed theater and you put your tickets right next to other people, you are part of the problem. It's true. Always yes. leave a buffer seat. Yes. All right. Next question. Is cereal a soup? No. I, I guess it depends on how long it lingers for because I, I don't know about That's either true. of you because I, I one of my favorite cereals as a kid was checks. I love corn checks because I would sprinkle it with, with uh, sugar. And I loved that the top would be crunchy, but the bottom would be so <laughs> disgustingly, like probably similar to the texture of what you were describing with uh, your old folk home thing. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> See, these these are the questions that, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? That really bugged me because a hot dog is all on its own. Yeah. It's its own It has thing. its own stinking bun. You don't make a sandwich with a hot dog bun. You don't. Unless you're desperate. But there's cold soups, right? I'm yeah, not there's, there's cold soups, yeah. Yeah, there's cold soups, but... But the thing is, I've never heard of... Of a sweet cold soup? Yeah, a like sweet cold soup. Like where it's overly sugary? Or a milk soup? Yeah. I, I mean, there's milk in some like soups. Like milk base, yeah. yeah. But... Mm. I think a soup's got to have way more ingredients than milk and cereal. Okay. Well, Taylor, then you're going to hate this question, too. Oh, great. Are Cheetos considered chips? Cheetos are their own thing, I think. Yeah, kinda I think like, once again, like they're hot thing. dog, right? Yeah. Because I mean, you, you have the two different kinds of Cheetos. You have the, the like puffs, which are unto themselves because of just the, the, the lack of density compared to like a Cheeto that is like all gnarled and yeah. weird misshapen. But they are made of corn, just aren't they? They're yeah, probably so made of corn. Like corn. I think chip. they'd be more of a cheese stick before. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you were to label anything other than a chip, but in I my think opinion, I think they got own. their own brand. I mean, I, you see all these different like corn puffs out there. You see the sweets out there, the sweet corn puffs. Yeah, it's a Cheeto, and then like Cheetos, and so it's yeah, like a corn puff. They're they're more yeah they're more associated with because I've been to like what is it the the health store or whatever, and I bought like the unsweetened. I, I guess you could say honey smacks. Uh-huh. I, I bought that version. And I feel as though that's more in line to what a Cheeto is compared to what uh, a chip is. So you're saying Cheetos are a cereal? Yes. <laughs> Throw some milk on it. <laughs> All right. Last question here. If extra lives were a thing in the real world, how would you get them? That's a hard one because I feel like you got to, it's like, it's like Xbox achievements or whatever. You have to do something to... Well, I mean, if if we go to like, you know, Super Mario rules, after so many coins that you collect, you will get an extra life. But then if you also think about Super Mario rules, some of those extra lives are in like hard to reach places where you could fall to your death at the same time. Well, no, I agree. I think they should be in like... Just find green mushrooms and eat them, man. <laughs> like those rock climbers out there that are, you know, rock climbing up really steep mountains. Yeah. They can, there can be like midway up. A- I think they would be really, really, really hard to get. And they have to be available to everyone. Like they can't be available to like just rich people that can like yeah. pay for it. Like on the top of Mount Everest, you have to have a lot of money to climb yeah. Yeah. Mount Everest. It has to be a super, super challenge. And <laughs> what about like swimming? Cause like you, know, if you swim so far in the ocean. I was just thinking, wow. uh, like, you know, some homeless guy walking around stumbles upon an invisible box. It booms, and suddenly <laughs> a green mushroom comes out. <laughs> that actually would be kind of... They're invisible boxes just hidden around the world. Now, can you only see your boxes, or can you see everybody? No, like, they're available they're... to everyone. Yeah, but they're, they're invisible, though, you said. Yeah, they're invisible, and once someone gets it, it disappears, and it pops up somewhere else in the world. Oh, okay, so there's only, like, a couple throughout the world. Yeah, I'd say, like, not a couple in the whole world. I'd say a handful. <laughs> I'm cupping my hands, a handful. Okay. Two, two handfuls. So they just show up randomly through places, and so you got all these people yeah. opening boxes. Then the terrorists come and seeing that people are opening boxes like crazy, like, here you go, open this box. <laughs> oh. Kaboom! Well, they wouldn't be boxes. They're just oh, they're, they're just, just in, randomly they're just hidden. Like you know what? You could be walking along at, you hit your at, head? at, at head level, and you're like, "Ow, son of a!" And then suddenly, like, oh, I is gotta... that what you're saying, kind of thing? Like you run into them by accident? But I'd say they're also in and harder to. I don't know. I mean, it couldn't be like the Mariana Trench because that'd just be unfair. Yeah, like on top of Delicate Arch, like Ooh. you climb on there, and then all of a sudden. Boop, 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 and then it drops down. No, somebody down there gets it. I think if the box opens it's and yours. you're the one, it's yours. If they are in hard to reach places, there's going to be more people plummeting to their deaths because they're like, I wonder if it's on top of the Empire State Building. Why don't I scale it? <laughs> what if I just reach a little bit further? Well, I, th- I think they're associated with like monuments or something okay. like that. Not uh, just like things that or well-known. Like tourist through, attractions kind of Like places. tourist attractions or like national parks. Or cool wonders. Things and like wonders. But they're also hard to find in these places. Mm-hmm. Like they're there. Yeah. But they're going to be hard to find if okay. you really want that extra life. I'd be down with that. Oh, Everybody would be going to their national monuments and all that stuff. Exactly. Lot. People would get out. That solves the internet problem right there. I always want them to bring back those like uh, treasure hunts that they used to do back in the day, like in magazines, like each magazine would give you a hint of where they buried the treasure. So, so actually, um, did you guys see on the news a while ago where someone hid $10,000? Yeah. That That is one of my, I I guess it's a, a friend of a friend. His name is David Klein. So I know him. He went to my high school. He was in my grade and he's done this a few times where he's gone out and he's hid money because he wants people to get out, you know. And I, cool. and, I, and I totally support that. Really cool. I would love to see more things like that. Yeah, if I was like Mark Cuban, I'd be doing this all the time, and I'd be making them extreme. And then everybody has to sign a waiver. <laughs> you cannot sue me. I wouldn't make them extreme. I well, would just not like go extreme, from but like, stri- state to state and yeah. hide them really good so then people get but out. I'd, and I'd want them to the point where they're extreme like so I could watch them by entertainment, but not like extreme like where you have to scale a mountain or anything like that. Like, but you know, a regular hike or whatever. Yeah, like, go. here's the hike. It's somewhere along this path. Go find it. It can be a little bit like Ready Player One. That's, I guess, what I'm kind of getting up to is, like, there's these clues that you finally gets you to the very end. Cool. 
All right, now it's time for our final feature. Fisticuffs. All right, so for this Fisticuffs, we are going to do kind of like a death race. So me, Brett, Taylor are going to be drivers of a vehicle. At any point, you guys can draft your vehicle. It doesn't have to be the first. Yeah, so let's kind of let... So it's a vehicle and weapons. You don't have to worry Do about get any. like two weapon slots and then, or is it a vehicle and three? It's a, ve- a vehicle and three. Vehicle three weapons. Three. Yep. And so essentially we are going to be like death race, but essentially that we're going to be fighting as we're racing and hopefully annihilating one another. But as friends. I'm going to friend kill you. <laughs> are you is, ready to I'm going to shoot my hearts at you. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. So I'm, I'm first up, right? Yes. And then I got the turn. I think my first weapon isn't actually going to be a weapon. It's going to be something to make it so you guys can't incapacitate my car. Also defense. Yes. And this is just off the... They just barely came out with a new tire. And this tire doesn't have any air in it oh, at all. This. It's completely... It makes it so I can't get a flat tire. And I feel like that is like a main staple because... Yeah, you're you can't shoot out my tires and then I'm rolling and then I mean I'm, we could probably shoot them out. I don't think you can. Whatever your axle and all that is, can be destroyed. Yeah, but I still think that that gives me a little. But bit But like, more yeah, of an if advantage. we throw down other stuff, I won't say anything to give anybody ideas. But I'm pretty sure we all know it won't pop your tire. All right, Brett, you're on the clock. So defensive or offensive weapons is that? Yeah. What and does it have to be things? It has to be things that are currently invented. Yes, it can't be <laughs> late. Well, I mean, lasers do exist, but like we don't have lasers. To... I, like, I like that on the Simpsons. The the, the death rays. Like that's not more of a death ray. That's that's warm. That, that, that that's nice. I, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, nothing like that. But like it's still, you know, what somewhat futuristic expectations. Like mm-hmm. some of these things might be bigger, and they're but we're gonna put them in a car. Like they exist, but we're gonna some of these things can be shrunk to fit in a car somehow. Okay. Somehow, somehow they haven't, they haven't been shrunk yet. I will take a well, like not like a nuclear bomb or anything, but like a bomb. You could put a bomb on your in your car that yeah. you know rolls back. Okay. So in in keeping in mind with. Um... The car of choice, because my car of choice would be the uh, uh, Goldfinger um, Aston Martin that James Bond drives. Ooh. I would have uh, a couple of missiles because uh, you know his, what his front license plate. But you're not taking his car, right? No, you're no, no. Well, but I'm, I'm taking the front missiles. Yeah, okay. t- taking the front missiles that he has in his car. They're, they're not huge. They I'm will not take like, red turtle shells. <laughs> they, they will not, you know, just blow up a city block, but they will uh-huh. impact and cause damage. So I'm going to take, uh, well, obviously I'm taking two. I'm going to just start off with my car. This is my beloved car from the, the game. I played it all the time. I can't think of it. Death Track? No, uh, on PlayStation. Wow, I played oh, it the other day. Yeah. Um, Twisted uh, Metal. Twisted Metal. Yeah. yeah. It was named the Warthog. Which is I thought just, you were gonna take the clown car. No, clown car is fun. The H1 Hummer, essentially, just the original OG Hummer. And then for my weapon, I'm going for magnetic mines. It, so it doesn't have to be ran over. Essentially, as soon as like it goes over, you drive over it, it magnetizes to your car. So I do have to drop it from behind. So if you're behind, if you're in front of me, then I can't use it. All right, back to you, Brett. I guess I just want armor for the exterior of my car so you know any like uh guns or death lasers or beams or whatever i i it will it'll take a couple of uh further impacts before it hits the cab of my car okay so mainly like bulletproof armor yeah okay we have unlimited fuel source right yeah okay then i'm going to take the new tesla truck oh because it's bulletproof supposedly well you know he took a hammer to the window i know but (laughs) it's supposed to be and so yeah i think i'm gonna take the the new tesla truck because it kind of looks like the warthog from halo yeah in in a little bit by that definition i do have a little bit of armor as well i need some some offense here i'm going to take a military drone you're gonna take a drone like that someone can fly for me no you know you gotta do it yourself (laughs) Gotta do it myself. Yep, you're you're in charge of flying it yourself. You doing it for reconnaissance? No, they have like missiles and crap yeah, on them. They do. Okay. This is just you. You don't have a team. <gasps> Teslas drive by themselves. I'm going to take a 50 cal. 
turret on top of my, on my car. <laughs> and, and I'm going to just put in the location that I want it to go. And I'm going to be up there just hammering you guys with the, in a 50 cal <laughs> turret. That's nice because you get all directions. Now you just have to trust the Tesla to drive. Yes. I'm taking a 50 cal turret. All right, Brett, back to you. All right. So if I'm going to choose a car, I want something fast. I want so I can stay ahead. I have bulletproof this. I have my defensive weapons for anybody who gets past me. So I'm going to go with a Bugatti Veyron. I don't so even know what that is. That is one of the many cars. It is a, an Italian car. It is one of the more faster cars. If you ever watched... Um, Top Gear before you know Clarkson got kicked off. That was one of his favorite cars to test drive. It is insanely fast, and so I I, I want that so that I can. Just and we're right. starting from a start line too, right? Yeah. Okay, good. So you got to make it out of <laughs> range of my gun. Uh, I, I I have uh, I have bulletproofing. So okay. All right. Well, now I feel like I have to get some defensive or some really good offensive. I got to get some front facing and probably some defense here. Brett's already taking bulletproof armor. Gosh, what is there? Oh, guys really are taking all the fun stuff. I think Jared's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was so good just picking my car right off the bat. Because I was like, ah. So what do you have? You have the Warthog from Twisted Metal. And then a Magnetic Mine. So that was assuming you guys are going to be behind me. So I got to go front and can't do lasers. You know what? I mean, I could do this. If you're going to pick a 50 caliber turret, I am going to overkill a Patriot missile. I am going to stick out of the car and just shoot you with a Patriot missile. How are you going to steer? And I, I got one thing? hand on it. I'm going to pull it off. Don't worry about it. You if are I, totally missing. I, I, I love the fact that your turret is going to remarkably... So when we raise that go, your oh, car is just going to like lurch forward like three inches as your foot is all the way down. No, I'm setting it up to just automatically... I'm going to be in the turret from the get-go. Well, no, but that, that's what your car is doing. Your car is the pedals all the way down and it's just slowly lurching with the, the amount of heft of this turret. <laughs> and... It's it's weighted appropriately so it can handle it. Okay, I misspoke. Patriot missile, way too big for a car to have. Oh, no, you took the Patriot missile, Mister. Okay, then he's and then it's standing back at the the beginning of the the race, and I'll just tell it where to shoot with my laser. With your laser? Yeah, I, that's how it uh, it will. That's how it knows where to hit. So I'll just turn on the laser, but and it's uh, just coming wait, from home whoa, base. Whoa, sorry, like death. Car race, not, uh, rule Nazi okay. right here. So what's uh, what, what am he, I gonna... he can't do a yeah. drone because it, well, it, he said... doesn't have a team or he's not doing this. But you have a rocket that is not attached okay, to so, your car. So do I undo? Can I undo my pick? I, I, or... No, it's just on top of your car. <laughs> okay. Well, then you guys are dying. <laughs> you just get a kamikaze into us. No, no, no. It's gonna shoot. It's gonna shoot. How if big? It's... How big is this missile? The missile itself is like pretty much. So you're weighted down. I mean, it's essentially like a, a SAM, you know, surface to air. It's a surface to air His missile. Tires are like already balled <laughs> off. I mean, to give you an idea He's of it, stuck at the I beginning. mean, it's, it's on this big old truck. <laughs> I meant to pick a javelin, is what I meant to pick. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> so Jared's tires are going. <laughs> so who's ever first stuck is, at the start? Who's ever first is dead. Then the second place is going to be first because I'm pretty sure it only comes with one. And so <laughs> at least he's not third. <laughs> so what I'm going to do with this Aaron judgment here is I'm going to wait until I can tell that one of you is offing one another. And then here comes the me still in last place at the, at the starting line. I was like, and wait until. Yep. Okay. So I, I am just going to play the waiting game. <laughs> but because you have you, to have the you have to laser us to even be accurate. So I will uh, somehow <laughs> figure it out. So here's me and Taylor. Like I uh, think he, they're in the distance. He, he he rolls down his window, hands free, of course. I I roll down my window. I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> so mine's not more of a race. <laughs> yeah, we get it's the, more of the just hands a, up. Like what? 
It, mine's a waiting game. It's not a death race. This is like, and we're putting down our good luck. Our when we're miles and miles ahead of pinpointing a laser. So he successfully blows up the. You know, like I'm about ready to. Like, you, I think you have to try you. and get us both at the very beginning. Okay, and since I get another pick, and since I'm stuck on this pick, my second pick will be a drone because I can't move apparently because of this pick. So I can. I'm going to shoot down your drone. Good luck. I could have taken it back and done like more or less a rocket launcher, which is what a javelin is, like a not a, a grenade launcher kind of thing, but but instead. All right. Jared's going to be at the beginning with like a laser and he's going to be doing his drone when it, those drone controls aren't like, a Hey, I'm a pilot. So I can fly him. So here's, here's what's going to happen. One of us is going to die first. We're going to get a die second. 90 days later, he'll cross the finish line. <laughs> I'll cross it once I know that <laughs> when he has the the group of contestants at the finish or at the starting line push his car <laughs> across the Come on. Come on. Got this. <laughs> okay. So now I, I I'm going to equip my car with countermeasures that come out uh, off of the roof to oh, a chafe yeah, or whatever they're called to deter any like incoming missiles and rockets and stuff like that. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I'm the last pick, right? Yep. Yeah. This is the end. Because I thought about like an EMP, but that would totally destroy my That would be so funny. Take this, everybody, (laughs) and we're all dead. So I'm thinking if I can, at the beginning, I just shoot Jer (laughs) with my... So you're just just going to park next to me? You're just going to equip yourself with a gun with uh, with one bullet. You're going to be the man with the golden gun, and you're just going to be like, ready, set, bang. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I mean it, because he he doesn't have anything other no. than a missile. No. So at the very beginning, all I have to do is aim right into his car with my fifty cal, Kill and he's driver. dead. Ready, set, go. And for some reason, Taylor's car doesn't move. He's just bang. I'm setting up. <laughs> it's, he's setting. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just go, and Jer's dead. And so Brett's got a good lead right off the bat. Then. So he's got a good lead. So now I need to. I guess that works because Brett's only forward facing. No, that's true. His all his, his the only thing so he has is forward tu- facing you missiles. Your, you have your turret. I have my. So we'd have to figure out uh, how well does uh, my uh, armor go against your turret gun. Or I guess just in a boring race, he wins because this car is faster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I knew something military that can lock onto his. Can I just get out of the car and then steal your? <laughs> steal your drone uh, how am I going to do this I, th- I think my car takes off and I can still get you while it's because here's my thoughts I'm in my turret at the very beginning the car is going go to go on its own so I kill you right off the bat and now I need to catch up or actually I would like to know because Tesla's if they have the ludicrous mode on it they're pretty quick <laughs> Do they really have a ludicrous mode? They have a ludicrous mode. That's awesome. I like the nod to Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you get a lot of speed from it. And then it's just, after I kill you, how fast can I turn around and start shooting Brett? Well, he's going to be gunning it, probably, if he's mm-hmm. seeing you shooting me. But I'm, like, right off the bat, like, I'm focused on you, and my car's going because it drives itself. How's it How's it doing? It can't, you can, what are you doing? Is it voice activated? Because you, if you're in the turret, like, how do you tell it to go? You got to get back down from the turret. Before push- before it goes, I, I program what I want it to do. Can it before do that? Rift. I have no idea what it is. I don't know either. Uh, does it, is be, it just more like so a cruise funny. control? It doesn't work and you're just screaming at your car. You're like, fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the Siri, where's the nearest restaurant? I heard I you found say seven- Arby's. <laughs> yes. Arby's is, no, restaurant. And let, I don't know. Let, let's I guess throw, I don't know what. what let's just test. throw this adage into this. When somebody completes a race, the other two cars automatically blow up. Oh. So obviously that throws me at a huge disadvantage. And I'm really hoping that one of you destroys the other and then I can destroy the last one. with. So my essentially you're squid gaming us also. <laughs> okay. So in that case, I don't need to focus on you at all. Now I just need to focus yes. on, on surviving. Yep. Yeah. So I'm taking the turtle approach and hoping it's working. <laughs> mm. Well, what kind of armor is around your car? He's got bulletproof armor. Bulletproof armor. So you got a 50 cal 
So, I mean, you'll get in there eventually if you get some good, you know, you're pounding. Pretty maybe, hard, I, but... maybe I just equip my, my turret with armor piercing rounds. As your last pick? Mm. As my last pick. Okay. I was going to say, and I, when I was going to tip to this, because you could have picked NOS or something, but because no. I don't know, how, I'd like to know how much a Tesla could go versus a Tesla truck versus this. Uh... Because I think just right at the beginning, he's only going forward. So I'm yeah. probably in the first little bit going to be, it's basically taking him out very first. He doesn't have anything that can shoot behind it. Yeah. When you see me pull up to this, <laughs> this race and this ginormous <laughs> Warhawk with this big old missile, I was like, oh yeah, I can go faster than that. Yeah. And so it's just basically pounding his car as quickly as I, I can. But this is also assuming that I can <laughs> go. And, and that I and, and I can't get and, my Patriot missile out in time to blow one of you guys up. And then I got my drone as my next secondary that is going to be chasing you. And after by the that, time you I, get that all set up, <laughs> the race is done. I'm pulling up my supports after that. He finds that the, to, in order to launch the Patriot missile, you need to have two keys. And so, and you need to be at <laughs> synchronous. Six, six feet apart. I'm like, no, He's how like, do I do this? Got a key on one foot and trying to get. It's written in Russian too. Darn it. Except it's a Patriot missile. So it's probably US only. Well, knowing our government, it's also Afghani. <laughs> That's true. We took it over. <laughs> we gave it to him. All right. So that concludes our pick with your armor piercing. I, do. I should have gone with like, you know, the same kind of armor that is on like Air Force One because that can like withstand like a nuclear yeah. blast. Well, not directly, but oh, like, no, yeah. yeah but. Yep. Yep. Well, this was a whole bunch of regrets for me. So <laughs> I should have planned this uh, out better. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what people say yeah it's fun like yeah j just just take a page from my book pick all the the picks that just don't make any sense <laughs> i well who do we think is going to win this one i think <laughs> it just really depends on what i think i'm gonna win because i feel as though that you are gonna while you're in your turret you are going to be taking a page out of the stormtrooper uh, uh, page <laughs> book where you're just like yeah, missing at point blank. Like, It just depends on be. how fast Brett's car is because I feel like I don't know my cars at all. I'm not the, a car Do you have anything that weighs your car down? I mean, I mean the, armor. The only thing that would be would be armor. Yeah. It, if there's any scientists and engineers <laughs> out there, run the numbers for us and it probably turns out that both my turret weighs down my truck way too much, and then both of us are at the beginning <laughs> shooting at each other. Yeah. Speaking of, next time we should do a, a draft of the Squid Game kind of thing. Like, how would you survive? I, I need red to light, finish green light? it. But you've seen Red Light Green Light, right? Yeah, I saw oh, Red Light Green Light. I've seen the whole thing. Oh yeah. Oh man. That, oh man. That was crazy, huh? Uh, the ending took me totally by surprise. Uh huh. Did not see that coming. This sums up. Fisticuffs. Now let's go on to our one recommendation. Taylor, what do you got for us? Wow, you just assume that I have something. <laughs> oh, you can't I, recommend anything? I can't think of anything right now. My recommendation, I'll just start off with it, is not it's not a new recommendation. Uh it's it's old and every year this time of year during Halloween, I recommend it. Watch Hocus Pocus. No. I always have to watch David S. Pumpkins. Oh yeah. Love me some David S. What pumpkins. is David S. Pumpkins? He's his own thing. thing. <laughs> I, Poppy. I said that the other day. <laughs> and my wife is like, are you calling me Poppy? I'm like, no, it's David S. Pumpkins. She's like, oh, no, not that again. <laughs> I'm like, it's that time of the year. It's just like Christmas when it comes around. You got to celebrate. You got to embrace all the weirdness that it is. What about you, Brett? You got anything? My one recommendation dates back to about a year ago when for T-Mobile Tuesdays, I got a one-month subscription to Shutter TV, an app that has just a whole variety of horror movies. And so one of the things that I found on it was this Billy Bob's Last Drive-In, which brings me back to when I was a teenager on TNT. I'm not sure if it was around Halloween or just they did it all year, but he had a show called Monster Vision. And that show is so great. He picks the worst movies, he makes fun of them, 
and then it, he kind of like does intermission. At least, at least in the old days, it was during com- after or between commercial breaks. He would do some snarky comments or do some interviews or some little known facts about the bad horror movie that you're watching. He's still doing that in the Shutter TV version. However, he's able to get away with more than what he was able to get away with on TNT. So it's great. I love watching it. I, I, I don't know when they do new seasons, but I hope that they do one for uh, this up and coming month of October. So yeah, Billy Bob Joe's whatever last drive-in. That is my recommendation. I'll check it out. What about you, Taylor? What'd you get? Mine is, I, I don't really have anything just because my week was surviving. <laughs> no, I, actually, here's my recommendation. Pay attention to your kids more. <laughs> there you go. Because they say some of the funniest stuff. So yesterday I was on my way home, or we were on our way to a party, and we were playing the game I Spy in the car, just as a random thing to get one of my children to stop bugging the other one. And so it comes to my three-year-old, and he's like, I spy something that's black and blue. And so we're guessing, we're guessing, we're guessing. And then he was like, it's right in front of you. So my wife says, oh, the windshield? He's like, yeah, the windshield. And so keep driving. And we're about two minutes later. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it, that could have been the windshield. There's a little bit of black part up there. And the sky could be blue. And then my wife's like, oh, yeah. And then my son goes, what's a windshield? <laughs> <laughs> the same one that said it was a windshield. Just so funny. And we were all laughing so hard. So, yeah, my recommendation is pay attention to your kids. They're funny. They're going to say some funny stuff and and share them with people because it's good stuff. It's funny when it's inappropriate like that. They don't know any better about what they said. Oh, yeah. Teach 20 of them and they will say the most inappropriate thing. And I'll tell you. How do you not laugh like hysterically while you're teaching? Last year, um, it it was, uh, I was fortunate to have a mask on my face the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) So um, um, every so often, like I'll sit there and if it's something that is like really funny, I'll just be like, just one second, I'll be right back. And I just walk into the hall and I just (laughs) start laughing and then I kind of compose myself. but I'm I've tailored the perfect like silent laugh because me and Jeremy when we were kids we would laugh all the time in church, and we we started sitting in the very back because it was always during the most uh, you know reverent times during church, so I have perfected over the course of my life how to laugh hysterically without make with making as little sound as possible. <laughs> I do. I'm glad that my family wasn't the only back rowers out there. No, we're back rowers for life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyways, that wraps up this episode of Utterly Useless. We'll see you all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.